obviously there's a bit of bias there. There's three Irishmen already. The only contentious one I have, and he's still Irish, is Paul O'Connell, a great player. But to not pick Willie John McBride is a travesty. House of Rugby Ireland, here on Joe. Game changed. So a lot's happened this week in South Africa, but here on House of Rugby, powered by Vodafone, me and Shawnee have got it all covered. Or is it Ron Burgundy? No, it's not, it's not Ron Burgundy this week. I've, I think I've put that to bed. Um, although it was, we did, me and Shaggy did have quite a laugh. He's probably a bit funnier than you, to be fair. Classic, mate. Already putting the digs in there. Yeah. But, you know, everyone who hasn't watched it yet, have a look. He's uh, some great commentary there, mate, from you. Yeah, but, uh, it, was, it was bad. Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad you admit it now, at least, eh? No, I'm, I always admit my mistakes. Yeah. Well, um, what have you been up to this week? Watched any Olympics? Seen the, um, uh, the Irish get a medal? Yeah, I didn't. I haven't watched many of the Olympics because of, um, Training and I've just been busy to be fair. But uh, thing called uh, catch up, you know, you can just watch it when you get yeah, home. Well, you have to watch it live. I don't these watch days. that much TV, Goody. I don't have the, the time e boys have on your hands <laughs> by looking at your social media. You're only training an hour a day, I think, at the minute, are you? I think it's more that you've got every single finger and toe in every no, pie that across is, London. That is but... but yeah, in fairness, uh, the Irish uh, Sevens boys, um, I know they finished 10th, but they, they've done unbelievably well to, to get there. First and foremost, it's been a big journey for them. So, fair play to them. I think the whole of Ireland was screaming at them to to uh, do one better. But um, you know, getting there is an achievement for those boys after everything they've been through. Um, and then the rowers, obviously, the four ladies uh, have done incredibly well, bronze medal. Um, and uh, yeah, we've we've a few uh, boxers as well in the mix um, now for medals. So it's. Uh, they're going well. Um, it's it's kind of it's, it's a bit weird though. There's not as much hype about it because of the the whole COVID situation. To be honest, I think uh, it was Mako asked me. He goes, uh, you know, do you even know who the favourite is for the hundred metres? No clue. Which is which is quite sad. Really, I used to love athletics. You know, get so excited for that, and I couldn't tell you anything about athletics now or, or what's happened with the Olympics. It's just been drowned it's out been, by everyone, it's, it's, COVID. Exactly. It's just been a, a bit all over the place and. The fact that we're, we're busy, we're, we're busy with our own lives as well. So there's more important things to be talking about now this week, isn't there, Goody? Yes, surely there is. Gats named his side earlier this week. Macavunapola starts, and Roy Sutherland goes to the bench. Connor Murray's in for Ali Price, and Chris Harris comes in with Elliot Daly going to the bench. What are your thoughts on those? Yeah, I think um, Mako. I think really put up his hand the last day as we discussed last week. Um, has a lot of experience. Will bring another element um, of physicality going forward. Hopefully, if we're going to, you know, be carrying at them a little bit more. Um, and he just looked really solid and in good form last week. I think Connor is a, is a good shout in terms of the control aspect and his experience and defensively. If the Springboks are going to come a lot harder this week, you want him there because he is physical. Um, you know, when he when he dips in now the line. And then you have probably one of our best defenders and, and um in Chris Harris who's who's come in the thirteen slot and you know, in fairness to him, he's been incredibly good on tour. Um any chance he's got to be fair. Um and he was very dangerous the last day he played with the ball in his hand. Are you happy with that? Because you'd spoken before about how having maybe Bundy, Aki and Henshaw in there. Um Yeah, I think I just think though the way Robbie's playing, I was thinking about it afterwards. I just think the way Robbie Robbie's playing at twelve, he's just so comfortable there now. And to to move him out one and I suppose put Bundy in there, you know, it's not going to 
it won't won't do much. But I think with the way the Lions might want to play this week, they just wanted a bit of um, a bit more athleticism, I'd say, and a bit a bit uh, leave Robbie there to firm up that kind of ten twelve channel. Um, if they come hard in there, and then you have another brilliant defender outside him. Yeah, no, I think for, from my point of view, I think Chris Harris is brought in. He's going to hit the line. Uh, he's not the biggest centre, but we saw him play 12, 13 during the tour. He's going to run hard. He's going to go into gaps. And I think what it allows, it may, allows Hogg to perhaps play out the back a bit more. So you've got the two centres constantly hitting lines. You've got Duhan who can carry well. And at the back of that, it allows Bigger to sweep out and, and Hogg to, to play around at the back of players and, and create. So look, I think it's, um, it's a strong call. He's had a good tour and, and good luck to him. I think the Murray one I'm, I'm happy with. Um, mm. I think he's a phenomenal player and there's a lot of talk about how he played this tour but Ali Price played really well I just think Conor Murray in the really big games tight games is just an exceptional player and this will be a very tight first 50-60 minutes the Lions might even be behind and that's where then Ali Price can come on and perhaps speed yeah. the game up in that, that last bit uh, but we do hear from Maka Vunapolo a bit later as well we had an interview with him this week so we hear how enthusiastic he is about life as you know the the snorer <laughs> hard to get hard to get uh, hard to get ma- info Mako at any stage even if you're even if you're rooming with him yeah I mean rooming with him mates with him doesn't give you much <laughs> I tell you but um, but took us well you know we, we both are big fans of Liam Williams um, obviously got a feel for him there which you know it's you a say? difficult one because at the, at the start of the tour you're kind of saying he's a shoe in somewhere just because his one his aerial dominance, two just what he possesses in terms of he can attack, he can go from anywhere. He's as tough as nails, doesn't miss tackles, you know, doesn't make many mistakes. Liam Williams and is and is this unbelievable competitor. So it's it's but, tough on him. But, but, tough but it's on not him. him to miss out on the bench even. You know? Well, this this is what I'm saying. It's like it's incredible because he probably would have had himself backed. He, he's, a, he's a confident guy. He knows what he's doing, obviously. He would have been backing himself to be a starter. Never mind being not even in the squad, um, you know, this time around. So it's, it's, it's probably incredibly frustrating for someone like him. But, um, you know, if Gats is stuck with his, with his back three. And um, I suppose then having Elliot on the bench just gives cover in all those areas in the centre um, and back three. So it's... Kind of, he's he's missed out because he's um, because basically he can't play centre and cover that area. And we've also talked about how good Hamish Watson's been on this tour. Um, came on, thought he was excellent again. Um, big call to bring Falatau onto the bench. No Hamish, Hamish Watson at all in the squad. Like it's not my expertise, back row. You know a lot more than me, but you know, his dynamism was fantastic and for me it allowed Curry just to go out and just empty the tank for 60 minutes hit every ruck chase like mad as we saw the start of the second half getting that sort of turnover um, and then Hamish comes on Um, interesting one that it is an interesting one too because if anything happens Curry early on or anything like that it's it's obviously going to be Toby going to seven Um, not his favourite position by all accounts but he, he is that flexible that he can play all three um, but I just thought the way Tom went about his business and then having Hamish come on the last day, it just gives that extra bit of bite and that bit of energy and a bit of doggedness um, in that seven position. But I think Toby will have a big point to prove as well um, coming onto the bench. And um, I think he'll uh, I think he'll see him at his best if, when he comes on this weekend. 
Yeah, I agree. Again, I think if we're chasing the game slightly, I think his ability in the wide channel is better than anyone else yeah. uh, of all the forwards there. And I think we struggled to get the ball wide, but having him there, and, and Jack Honan was fantastic, mm. in the one or two opportunities he had there, but I think Falatao is so good out there. It could be a point of difference late on, perhaps when they tire the South Africans. If we can move it, you could see Falatao, like he did against uh, New Zealand, that wide channel, just creating something. Really. Yeah, having both of them there, having Jack and himself still on the field at one time, I think is dangerous because Jack hasn't put a foot wrong. And I know people, Toby is incredible in those wide channels. He's able to move with the ball, he's able to offload, he's, he's incredibly quick um, for an eight. Um, but again, he has a bit. He has a bit to do when he comes on the field, and he's a bit, a bit of a point to prove. Um, and uh, no doubt he will. Knowing Toby, um, it's like a silent assassin. He just goes about his business. Usually, you know, in every game he plays. But um, I think, yeah, I think that'll be the change if if Curry is still going well um, near the end of the game. It'll probably be a straight swap for Toby and Jack. But. Um, Interesting one, and but I'm looking forward to seeing Jack. I think Jack Conan will be better than he was last week. This week, I think he'd be more confident. He'd have grown into that position now, and um, he'd be looking forward to this again. Do you think that's the case for a couple of guys? Because yeah, Jack was sort of borderline. You know, people were a bit sort of skeptical, maybe, or questioning his selection, along with sort of Karen Dickey, Mm. you know, uh, Duhan and Hogg. You know, do you think these guys have? You know, be even better next week because of it. You think it's good for Gats to have stuck with him? Yeah, absolutely. I definitely think so. Um, because he's just when you have a good game like that, you you, you go into Jack Horn's position now, for instance, after having a good game like that, and imagine being dropped out of the team. <laughs> it's it's a bit of a dint uh, to the conference. Um, but you know, to put in a shift like he did and to still be there, he's he's only going to grow in confidence now this week, and um, I'm sure he'll be relishing the challenge again because he knows that. Toby is in the squad now and he knows that he have to perform really well as as the rest of the back row as well but I thought it was I thought it was a great balance in that second half of the game the last day and and rightly stuck stuck with this week. Yeah, I think I think for me um Hogg you keep keep with him uh, 100% and the, the one pass he threw across the 22 and my heart skipped a beat I think I thought <laughs> just got momentum back here just just get it long. Yeah. Um look I was a bit surprised, maybe uh, Duhan van der Merwe. Again, he had a great second half. You know, big advocate for Liam Williams. Though. I thought he might mm. come in just to really go for them even more in the aerial contest. And perhaps I thought Owens and Jamie George might might be the two hookers. Not that I thought Kandicki was particularly bad, but it's a couple of lineouts. Um, and I just think the relationship with Marrow and Jamie is, is so strong. To just yeah. get on top of them in the, in the line-out set piece as well as the kicking game just keep makes you so strong for me. Yeah, I, I think maybe looking into Duan still retaining his place, I think though we're going to try and get the ball into his hands a little bit more this week. Um, regardless of what think, attack he's got early I think on. he's got to help himself a bit though there. Like, yeah. It may not be his natural game and he might no. be, you know, I can't tell you what he's been told. He may be told to stay out there. Yeah. But there's times where I feel he can just come into midfield and just... Just gets take, over the game if, he just, if he just gets onto the game line but mm. takes three men out and then we get quick ball and we kick to the other wing yeah, or yeah. we're playing on the front foot I think that's partly the team structure needs to get him into the game but also he needs to get himself into the game a bit yeah well hopefully we just see a bit more of him with, with the ball in hand that's what he's there for at the end of the day so we'll uh, we'll know on Saturday and the other I suppose the other things looking back at lineouts and stuff we probably called into a bit of traffic at times and that's where you have that like 
uh, aerial contest and a few throws don't go quite right or they're not at, at the top of the jump and stuff. So I still think, though, um, just with the, the physicality aspect of it and the way the boys went about their business in the second half, um, just to stick with those two players, it's tough on Jamie because he's such an experienced operator and that relationship he has with Marrow, but... Um, I'm sure. Uh, I'm sure there's there's next week for a lot of lads as well. For me, I felt they have to be brave in the lineout. The first lineout of the game, they went to the tail to Courtney, and then they kicked off the back of it. But that bravery is the only way you can beat the South Africans. If you, they wanted the Lions to win it at the front all day long, and we tried to play off the front of the lineout, and we did that one to Elliot when he got smashed. And if you play against the Africans and you win it at the front, it's impossible for a bat line to attack. They bring a five-man, extremely aggressive defence, and actually you have to go. You know, we might lose one or two, but we've got to win middle or back ball, and then you can start playing at them. Otherwise, you're forced into a, just a maul kick, maul hit Henshaw into three men and it becomes the game they want. So I feel like the Lions need to be brave in the line out and get to the middle, get to the, the back of the line out. And then even if it is a dummy maul and then playing off it into Conan, as we saw, or Henshaw from there to punch into the seam, I think that's the key for Lions is to just keep changing it up. Having that sort of variety, so some off the top, some mauls, some um, dummy mauls, that's where they'll be at their best. Okay, Goody, well, enough of us swaffling on. Um, let's chat to our Bock on the ground in Schaltbritz. How are you, Scholar? Hello, Sean. I'm fantastic, thank you. But freezing in Stellenbosch, but all good. I was about to say, it does look a bit cold there, but um, there's one question on everyone's lips over here. Who is Jaco Johan? <laughs> Come clean, tell us. I've actually got no idea. Absolutely. Uh, it may be me. I don't know. Are you sure? <laughs> You're a bad liar, though. I've seen you play poker. You're terrible. <laughs> it's, de- it's, definitely, it's definitely someone close to camp. Has to be. I actually, yesterday was the first thing I heard about this. And I guess it was someone, it should be someone in the group or, well, I don't know. I, I actually don't know. But w- would, it it's, it's you, bit... would it surprise you if it was him, Rassi? Uh, no, because I think <laughs> he's extremely clever. And he's, I think, although he said it wasn't him, but he is very clever in how he uh, does, uh, how do I say this? How he does his work. Yeah. I mean, there's, there's two ways of looking at it. There's um, looking at, he's really clever and the box have lost, not playing well, played well. And he takes all the pressure off them by having this sort of fake Twitter account and it, the whole week has been built around that and not about the players. Or yeah. he's just a little bit out there and a bit mad and decides to have a load of Twitter accounts that he wants to be really nice on one and, you know, speak his real mind elsewhere. <laughs> well, Goody, do you know any coach that is uh, right in his mind? No, they're all, every coach they're all is, crazy. They're all, they're all batshit crazy, man. And they get, they, the longer they coach, the crazier they get. Yeah, they all forget what it's like to be a player week one they're like great great lads as, as players and then week one it's you know you're running extra laps they're into you they're giving you shit yeah it's a nightmare you're like mate you were my mate last week what's happened but to be, to be fair whoever did do the video they must have sports code because it was it was it was chopped up properly and not too many lads have sports code <laughs> it was perfectly done oh, i love it um, but uh, has it been much of a story in South Africa or is it just over in the, the UK that it's a big story? Probably in the UK, it's massive. 
Um, but yeah, it's okay. We look at now the changes to the team. Why did we not play so well in the second half? Why was the changes made so quickly? Uh, more t- tactical things that we're looking at, not uh, focusing on on the what's it, Johan Rossi, Scholar, uh, John Erasmus kind of Twitter feed. What did you make about bringing on the boys, the bomb squad at halftime? Did you think it was it was uh, premature? I, I, I couldn't understand why we would bring on that uh, three beasts so early. I mean, the big thing about the bomb squad is bringing them, bringing them on between minute 50 and 60, right? And then you've got Archia and you had Franco and then France and all sort of tactically bringing them on. Now, I bring them at halftime. I thought the front row that started was phenomenal. Give them another 10 minutes after having a 15-minute break and then bring the boys on. So that, I think that was pre-planned. Uh, I think it didn't have the impact that we thought it would, would have. So that was quite an odd decision, but it's a decision that ma- they made and I think it didn't work out as they wanted. Mm. And, and tactically, would you change anything else or would you just go, right, this is our blueprint, this is what happened in the World Cup and we're just going to go with more intensity, more, ingre- more aggression? Could we, we didn't have enough training sessions to change anything because the guys were training for 10 days before this in their rooms with 20 kilogram plates. So we always knew that the bench would be a massive impact for the guys to play 80 minutes uh, at that high intensity with the up and in defense. It's hard to keep that intensity in physicality. So we always thought, okay, fine, if we can bring the bomb squad on and then lead at half time. I mean, fair play to the Lions. They came out half time firing uh, with a lot of energy, a lot of enthusiasm, and uh, just played better, better rugby in the second half. Scholar, do you think then it'll be the similar tactics again then from the Springboks, um, or are they going to play a little bit more? As in, like get the ball to Colby's hands and into some of their backs and and play another little bit of a running game. Well, I hope so, Sean. Uh, I mean, we couldn't dominate from a pack perspective. You started mauling us and, and we couldn't get any return from the scrums or the mauls. And uh, that puts our back three under pressure. And hopefully, we'll take the initiative. Just some technical thing that I, that I saw when I was there was sometimes the Lions had three to four players in the backfield and we still kicked it. So hopefully with, uh, and, and, and I said this previously, I said during the series, we're going to get better as the series gets along because we didn't have enough prep going into this. So hopefully this weekend they'll be a bit sharper, a bit more match fit and take the opportunities and run a bit more. So so question, I heard um, our friend Scott Berger and your friend John Davilia speaking about how they were a bit unsure about the leaders in the group. Um, You know, the day we take Dwayne out, you know, big leaders in in the group, you know, obviously John and Scholar were big people at personalities and they've been gone a while now, but... Do you think this this group has the ability to adapt the South Africans, or do you think they had that plan to kick? And even if the Lions put four, five, six men in the backfield, they were just going to stick to that. No, I do think there's a good leadership group. Uh, I do think there's uh, a blink missing on the pitch from a Dwayne perspective because you've always got a talisman that you look at when things go wrong or you need some reassurance. And he's been there, he's seen everything, he's played around the world. Uh, now it's someone else that put their hand up, and I, I think they they all they do have the group to do this, the leadership to take ownership, and sometimes under pressure, um, you learn from the mistakes you make, and hopefully they'll learn quickly. 
So give us a quick prediction for the game. Obviously, South Africa lost the first game of the World Cup series, uh, World Cup, and came back and won. What's your prediction for this week? Are they going to have a comeback? Are they going to play better? Goody, I, I, I looked at the pitch, and it's a bit wet this week in Cape Town. And we normally don't play so well in Cape Town. It's a low-scoring game. So I, I would say about five or six difference, 21 16 or something around there. Um, I don't think it's going to be as high scoring. The, the, it's a soccer pitch. The pitch tore up quite a bit. Mm. Well, it's great to see you freezing there in South Africa uh, with your bomber jacket on. Uh, but, my friend, great to see you. Uh, we wish you well. I'm sure you'll be pitch side and have a good time, but we're obviously rooting for the Lions. Take care, mate. Thank you, guys. Thank you for talking to me. Bye. So it's always good to hear from Skulk Brits, our Bok on the Ground. If you haven't already, check out his videos on Rugby Joe or any other social channels he is posting on. Talk to us about the Vodafone branded content, mate. No, this is this is a bit I messed up last week, wasn't no, it? Yeah, do you want the script? <laughs> <laughs> have it here, actually. Have it here. Um, yeah. Do, uh, do you want me to take this? Go on, please. Down the ga- camera lens. Well, during the course... <laughs> of the series uh, subscribers to the official British and Irish Lions app powered by Vodafone are voting for the player of the series so after Saturday night the rankings looked like this in yeah in first place Hamish Watson second uh, Duane van der Merve third Maro Toje four Josh Adams and in fifth Courtney Laws so head to the British and Irish Lions app powered by Vodafone to cast your vote if you haven't done so already Thank you very much. Thank you. I say I'm proud of you, but no lion- I'm not amazing at it myself. No Lions but- XV this week. <laughs> <laughs> I love Lamp. I love Lamp. Oh no, brown cow. <laughs> uh, but also, on the midweek shows, we pick our greatest ever Lions 15 in the professional era. So obviously, 97 onwards. Last week, you and Shaggy mm. picked the front five. Now, obviously, there's a bit of bias there. There's three Irishmen already. The only contentious one I have, and he's still Irish, is Paul O'Connell, a great player. But to not pick Willie John McBride is a travesty. Well, It's a travesty, my friend. It was more Shaggy picked him, though, to be fair. And fun. I know he's not in the modern era, but he could have played in the modern era. Yeah, but Sh- Shaggy, I, I kind of went with him myself, but Shaggy overruled me. Elders o- overruled me. Uh, I disagree. I watched the show and you pushed for Paul- Paulie. I didn't. It's them all. Paulie, it's them all. I sort of used to roar the whole time in training. Yeah, well, <laughs> I bet you did. Um, so anyways, we're on to the back row and half-backs. Mm. I'll let you start. If you Do you want to pick your six, seven, eight together as a combination and wait for it? <laughs> if I know where you're going with this. Or would you just like to go sixes first? Because <laughs> I'll obviously know from that who you pick a six and an eight, how you're positioning yourself here. Because we, we spoke off air and Shawnee is in absolutely no doubt that he should be the first name of that back row. Absolutely no doubt. Me, you were giving me stats before. I'm back how many turnovers. Yeah. You know, never lost a tour, whatever it was. Listen. Oh, go on, put your case forward then you ha- quickly. You have to, you have to in what position yourself. are you playing? There's there's serious competition here. We'll go through them first. We'll go through the six, seven, and eight. So, in, well, no, 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 tell us why you should be picked first. No, uh, no, it's we'll about go, you, mate. We'll, you want to make it about we'll you. We'll go through the six, seven, and eight. We picked. Listen here, boss. Calm down now a little bit. Settle again, and we'll go through everyone. Look how excited you are. <laughs> so, in the sixth position, we have Lawrence Delalio, Sam Warburton, Tom Croft, or Martin Curry. Just just to be clear, these are just ones that we've picked out. Who we feel, you know, this isn't just you know. Anyway, this is us at the moment. Yeah, this is this is what we've taught. Um, 
In the seven position, we have Richard Hill, myself, and Sam Warburton. Um, so Sam can't play two positions, so that leaves myself and Richard Hill. You did the right And uh, in the eighth position, we have Toby, Falatau, Scott Connell, Martin Corrie, and Jimmy Heaslip. Mm. So we'd be interested to hear what people think at home as well. Um, but for me, I'll let you have your, your moment in a minute. Um, very, very tough in terms of... Personally, I, I would pick Richard Hill at, at seven because he won with in 97... Um, played in 2001 and was exceptional first test. Got knocked out. He was so good in the second. And I believe he toured in 2005. Do you remember that dinner I asked you to come for with me? Come for? What? Yeah, I was going to bring you for dinner some night. I don't remember. I'm, you I'm ever taking invited it back. Me to dinner. I'm taking it back right now. Oh, right, okay. Yeah. Well, I'll, I'll, I might be nice to you in a minute. Um, six. Delalio got injured in 2001. He was brilliant in South Africa. But... Just because it's you, Shawnee, I'll put... You, well, you're not even down to six. Did you play six for Lions ever? No. No, we seven. Um, I'll put Sam Warburton at six. Yeah, I, captain, I, I absolutely agree with that. Sam has at, to be there. Sam at six. But at eight, I, I don't think any of them stand out, so I would actually move it around and play you at eight. Mm, you're only being nice now, you see. I am, yeah. You can't, you can't go back on what you've just said. Well, you know, if Balotelli played these... These tests, mm. he would be he'd be my number one, um, only because Scott Cornell was great, but one tour, Corey uh, played six and a bit of eight in two thousand eight. He slipped great in, he played in two thousand nine, didn't he? Um, yeah, and then thirteen as well. Thirteen played first, first yeah. test, so I don't think anyone's nailed down there. So I'd put you in there for your uh, your ball carrying. It means you can be a bit lazier. I just have to say, um, you know. So there you are. There is, I've got I've got Richard Hill, Sam Warburton. And uh, Sean O'Brien at eight, which has absolutely no balance, no liner options, but God, they're going to work hard and they're going to run across the ground. I'm just, so I'm just going to go with my two fellow compatriots in, um, in the last tour. So I'm going to say Sam at six, myself at seven, and Toby at eight. <laughs> just to make it simple, an end of discussion. Fine, there we are. End Moving of discussion. On. So nine and ten. We you, have. You, you don't have to put the list out. It's yeah, just, we have. Because it might be embarrassing for everyone to think, why have you missed out? So, we've, so. we've Connor Murray, Matt Dawson, Mike Phillips, or Rob Howley. Oh, yeah. and, oh. at, and at number 10, we have Johnny Wilkinson, Johnny Sexton, Gregor Townsend, and Stephen Jones. Well, I went first in the back row, so I'll let you go um, in the, the 9 10s. Oh, I just think, I think uh, Rob Howley, obviously, years ago, looking back at like living with the Lions and stuff, was unbelievable. Um, Mike Phillips uh, is a class player uh, so physical was brilliant in 09 um, uh, he, will, he will tell you himself that he's the best it, in the world yeah. 100% he's a Kevin Peterson figure isn't he he's, he's absolutely there <laughs> he was he was brilliant in 2009 I'm His not sure about Matt Dawson in with, in with those three boys to be fair that one try really uh, yeah uh, and then Moore has been you know his third tour now I'd probably have to go on the balance of everything, I'd probably go. Oh, it's tough one. It's between F- Filzy and Murr, to be fair. I'll make it easy. I'm going to go Murray yeah. because I saw a stat this week. He was, and uh, yeah, I saw a stat. He's the only one of the few or 10 players who have beaten all three nations. Nation yeah, for that Lions. alone, actually, yes. Connor has done so more in the game, I suppose, yeah. in terms of Lions and the rest of them. And, and then this is Lions. And then a 10. You have the legend that is Johnny Wilkinson. You've Johnny Sexton, Gregor Townsend, Stephen Jones. I am going to just go with 
Sexton here because you trashed his kitchen. Yeah, trashed his kitchen. <laughs> but I, I've never had the, the pleasure of playing, obviously, with any of the other lads. Played against him, or I played against Stephen Jones, not Johnny though. Um, but just the way he went about his business in thirteen and the way he led the team and seventeen, um, he was just incredible. And he's any time he's played in those test games, he's uh, he's performed. Yeah, I, I I agree. I think um, Johnny's obviously phenomenal, but 2001, the series got away. It was, it was great. Um, 2005 was, was a struggle, played 12 a bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, Stephen Jones, great player, obviously. Gregor, 97. But for me, Sexton having won in Australia and then getting a draw in New Zealand and playing all six of those tests, I think, is uh, is a great record. So him yeah. and, and Murray would be my, my 9 and 10. It's a nice 6, 7, 8, 9, 10 combination, to be fair. Yeah, we, we're trying to move the ball wide, obviously, with my back row, as I said. Uh, I think special mention, Delalio, Croft, very close. Um, and then if Shawnee wasn't here, yeah. I be probably would have picked... Um, be fair, you pick anyone in, the, in, that, in, in those lists. Be they're, they're all brilliant. You'd be confident. Yeah. They're all brilliant. Yeah. Um, and it's a shame you can't reproduce that form these days. <laughs> the signing London Irish wanted just never has... Mm. You know, come to fruition for them, haven't they? Is it? No, it hasn't. But thankfully, um, thankfully, Sarri's got you away for a year and got you out of salary cap. <laughs> so how did got you back? But I've in? come back there. Yeah, you're you're back agent. in now. Yeah. Very good agent. Well done. Yeah, <laughs> well done. I did pat him on the back. <laughs> um, so there's our six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Next week we'll be doing the centres and wingers. You managed to get three Irish players in there, Shawnee. Happy with that? Yeah, I think it's reasonably fair. So three in the front five, three in the middle five, three in the back five, no doubt. But uh, <laughs> back to 2021, uh, we're lucky enough, I think it's lucky, to get an interview with Mako. It's hard enough to get any words out of him when you're in a room with him, let alone when you're mates with him. So here's my best attempt to try and get him to talk about the Lions. But uh, I think I deserve a Pulitzer Prize for this one. But here he is, answering a few questions about the Springboks and the Lions. To be... South Africa was no easy task. But that's done now. I think the the thing now that I'm wary of most is not just personally but as a team that we start um forgetting what took what it took to beat them and what we needed to do. Um so we start believing in all the hype and um forgetting the hard work that needs to be done before that. Um we we know that this weekend's gonna be even bigger. Um, they're obviously gonna come at us with everything. Uh, we don't ex- expect it less, to be honest. So it's going to be a hell of a game. Um, it's going to be an arm wrestle just like last week was, but probably even more intense there. Yeah, I think that's... I mean, I, I, I don't suspect you're, you'll be surprised if they do anything. You'd be surprised if they do much different, but they'll just come with a huge intensity, aggression, emotion, just to try and physically dominate you guys. I'm sure you... Is that something you've talked about as a group quite a bit, or you probably will going into the week? Yeah, we, you know, we obviously we know, as I said, uh, that they're wounded at the minute, and uh, they'll be coming at us with everything they got. And to be fair, um, we were, we're going to obviously prep as well as we can in what they can do. But the main focus for us is just to think, um, work on things we need to. Uh, we know that the performance last week wasn't anywhere near what we can do uh, fully yet. So there's still so much more to to grow, and which is exciting. Um, hopefully, we can do that in training, in the preparation that come weekend, and we can go out there and put in a performance that's better than last week. Maybe. 
And it was one thing I was slightly disappointed about. I thought we'd taught you better at Saris, you know, all these years. You know, to be reckless and dangerous, you know, I'm sure your parents give you a clip around the ear for it. But how dare you help up the patron saint of Cheslin Colby? I mean, what were you thinking, man? It's outrageous. Yeah, I don't know, man. Uh, I mentioned it earlier in an interview. They asked me about it. And, um, yeah, heat of the moment thing. I just reacted and didn't really think too much. And it is what it is now. And, like, people have said some stuff. I uh, can't really stop them saying stuff. But, nah, mate. Uh, I don't think we're too bad, to be honest, but he, he seemed, as I said earlier, he, he seemed to be all right playing the game after the time. Yeah, I think um, that's the, the least of the worries for them. But on another note, I've also known you and played with you for 10 years, and um, I have never, ever seen you try and speed the game up in my life. <laughs> <laughs> you, you spend your life putting your contact lens in, slowing the game down while we're twiddling our thumbs because you're knackered. And yet here's you trying to oh, up the tempo. I was like, what's happened to Mako? Hey, the coaches wanted me to up the tempo when I came on. So <laughs> I do what they say. So. Plus, I was like two minutes into when I came on. <laughs> I was fresh-ish anyway, fresh-ish. It's obviously your third tour now with the Lions. Um Obviously, a lot's different on this one, but just try and tell us like how different it is, how tough it is. You know, not being able to do much, go out much. You know, not see your family for so long. The family bit is probably the hardest thing, but then you don't see your family anyway when you're on tour. You probably see them after the game, and uh, that'll probably be the only thing that they visit you out there in the country. But apart from that, um, yeah, it's been in a hotel, COVID bubble, and all. Um, you end up spending more time with the boys anyway, so that's probably why this has probably uh, brought us closer together as a group, to be honest. Um means that you have to socialise more with people you don't like. Tom Curry, uh, <laughs> him a lot, to be fair, but nah, I'm only messing. <clears throat> He's a good boy, isn't he? Um, but it's, it's, it is what it is. <laughs> like, the other teams are doing the same as well, but the sacrifice you have to make to be want to be to want to be involved in these big games. So um, everyone is doing the same thing, and that's probably why why it's made it enjoyable. To be honest, like uh, just being in and around people here, some good people around, which is what makes the tour. To be honest, any, any particular highlights off the field? I mean, obviously not your golf. Because <laughs> anyone who has seen the clip on Marco or Toby Falatau's uh, Instagram handles, you'll see. Mako on the 17th tee coming down or 18th tee and he completely misses the ball. But um, you know, maybe you yeah. and Saka um, can have a little golf off because yeah. he also misses the ball when he plays golf. So. I was a bit fatigued to be fair. Like I haven't really, don't really play golf. And if you saw my uh, tee off on the first hole, you would have seen, you would have thought I was class to be honest. But it okay. went downhill from there. Yeah. Who were you sort of, who was your idol there? Was it Tony Finau? Uh, Tony Fino's my cousin, you know. <laughs> 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 you is this Tom and cousins or actual cousins? Tom and cousins, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so he lives Tom in a couple he lives a f- couple of villages down and you once yeah. spoke to him. No, not even that. Probably his <laughs> uncles, dog walkers, my mates are. That's probably how close we are. Well, maybe you can, um, you know, get onto him and get some lessons. But um, no. any any other highlights apart from golf, which you've got better at, clearly? 
Um, another highlight is we played a FIFA tournament in Jersey and I got to the final. Although Josh Adams absolutely killed me, which really? I still dent my prize bill dent it with that stuff. I'll, I'll put out to the, the listeners and everyone here, Makabunapolo is one of the best FIFA players I've ever come across. He, he committed a lot of his early years to FIFA. <laughs> yeah. A lot. But um, as, as a family cool, man, man, you know, it's been harder, but he still manages to get some hours in. And, and I had down here, what else have you been doing in your spare time? And I was going to guess at snoring a lot and playing FIFA were the two things yeah. I had down. Yep. No wrong, to be fair. <laughs> Although I've been watching some, like, Netflix series, to be honest, like... Uh, my missus was making me watch Working Mums at a minute. Uh, <laughs> is that any good? It's, it is all right, to be fair. And it's based around, like, obviously, mums and working and stuff. So it's a little bit like empowering to women series, and she's getting a lot of ideas off it, which is not helping me a bit. Do you mean you're going to spend a bit more time looking after the kids? Very much, yeah. That's a good thing for you, mate. But you're growing <laughs> <laughs> And then... Um, I heard uh, is, is Jamie on the social committee? Is he? Is he? Of course he is. Yeah, is he on his own and or? And saying no, but yes, his partner in crime is next to him. Oh, okay. So those two are having a good laugh, him and Elliot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. They're basically they'll be like, "Oh, boys, there's golf available here," and they book off the best tea time. So they always <laughs> like um, book up like, the best time to go out there for themselves first. <clears throat> yeah. Classic. And then when the, when something good coffee comes, they'll be the first up to make sure they get it as well. No, to be fair, they've been very good at making coffees for the boys. Oh, that's good uh, to hear. Yeah, we've had a few coffee mornings. Uh, Ty Burns has baked a few cookies for the boys as well. Nice. He's quite a good baker. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, like, the bowl is what it is, but the boys are um, doing their best to make it as entertaining as possible. You know, they say, mate, you never trust a, a thin chef. And he's he looks in quite good shape, Tagburn, which is surprising, you know? Yeah, that is true, yeah. That is true. But I'm yet to try one of his cookies, so I'll let you know how he is. Ah, you're such an athlete, Mac. I've always said that about you. <laughs> <laughs> um, and um, did I hear right that Usain Bolt sent a, a good luck message? Was it was it to you, I heard? He was asking why your ears look like bacon pieces or... Oh, yeah. It wasn't like anything like that, but yeah, so the Bobby Cup, like big part of the Lions uh, history since I've been involved anyway, um, he he announced the winner on that. Did he? Pretty awesome. Yeah. He, he came up and we're like, wow. <laughs> he is yeah. a cool man, let's be honest. Fastest man on the planet and just his lifestyle looks mm. ridiculous, doesn't it? I mean, you've met some pretty famous faces though, haven't you? I mean, you've had Daniel Craig in the changing room. you now got yeah. Usain Bolt. Anyone else comes to mind that you liked? Uh, Prince Harry. Yeah. Prince Harry's come to a few times. No. Uh, not on top of my head. Like Danny Craig was cool. We didn't expect that. And he just walked in. We're like, oh, my God. James <laughs> Bond's here. That's say, doesn't You don't get excited by much, mate. But Usain Bolt and Daniel Craig, there's two people. Yeah, fair play. Uh, I'm, I'm jealous of. Um. Well, look, mate, I can see that uh, my time is probably up and I'll, I'll let you get back to a feed or some FIFA. Honestly, I just want to wish you all the best. Obviously, everyone here is behind you. And uh, whatever you do, don't touch Colby this weekend, but make sure you have a stormer. That's all I say to that. Cheers, mate.
Great to hear from Mako. It's honestly like trying to get water out of a stone. Um, and I'm his mate, I think. But, um, Shawnee, there are a handful of players that have been involved in Lions wins over Australia, New Zealand and South Africa. I think 10 in history. Now, we've mentioned uh, Connor and Mako. And obviously, Alan Wynn is an easy one. Can mm. you name any of the others? Oh, that is a tough one. Who else is there? There's there's a couple. There's a there's one Irishman. There's one Irishman. It's three English and two Welsh. That I can see at the moment, and one other. Paul O'Connell. No. Didn't win a Test series. A Test series. <laughs> Sorry, game. Game. We did win a game. I got that wrong. <laughs> <laughs> you did get that wrong. Say that again, mate. Just say Paul O'Connell again, please. <laughs> Paul O'Connell. Uh, no, he's not on the list. Very close. Um. Think, think of, um, there's two of the guys you picked in your front five is a clue. It's a great clue. <laughs> I forget what I picked oh, in the front geez. five. Right, come on, mate, help me out. In the front five, Keith Wood. No. They're both English. <laughs> <laughs> um, this is painful. I have it, I have it. Okay. Jason Leonard. Yes. Martin Johnson. Yes. Welshman. Back in the day. Neil Jenkins? No. Played in 97, though. The winger, was he? Yep. Yain Evans? Yes, it is. One Irishman, you can get it. There's others, but I can't go through the whole list. Willie John? No. Um, oh. Pretty Irish name. I guess. Oh, I don't even know when he played. I've Go on, who is it? 70s. Uh, Tony O'Reilly? Oh, yeah, Sir Tony O'Reilly. Certainly, is it seventies, eighties? Yeah, 50s? that's way before my time. In fairness, it's way before me as well, mate. I like rugby, but I'm not a complete nerd about it. <laughs> We've established that. You know, mm. when you're at home, you're, you you too, you can't watch. Is this a quiz? Is this a quiz show now? Is it all of a sudden? We could go to question of sport. You know. Yeah. Well, that, I don't think I don't think we get the gig. Prepare for. Yeah. We, <laughs> how can anyway, move it on, Goody. Move it on. Move it on. Move it on. Well, here we go. Well, that's all we've got time for this week before me and Shawnee have a Barney. But thanks for watching or listening to the House of Rugby powered by Vodafone. For me and Shawnee, we'll see you next week. Cheers. House of Rugby Ireland, here on Joe. Game changed. <laughs>